hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Inconceivable. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. <laughs> are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone boy in Phoenix. But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. That's true. That is true. We don't know shit about fuck, but you know what we do know about? We know that you're experiencing Lotus Effect, and uh, of course, this is episode 32, and I am Phoenix. And I'm Phone Boy, and uh, yeah, welcome to episode 32. We've, we've uh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're kind of continuing along with the rebrand here. We finally got around to uh, redoing the opening. That's uh, right, the Lotus Effect, where the show is made up and the content doesn't matter. That's right, and uh, yeah, and and yeah, if you want to help us uh, make up the make up the show or the content um yeah give us a call at 253-237-3321 operators are not standing by but google voices that's right and um we want to hear about the most outrageous thing you've done in a car yeah we definitely want to hear about that um whether you're listening to this now uh, as we're recording this uh, live at a 4 p.m central time uh on uh, yeah and uh, and it, it, if you happen to be listening now great you can you can uh, go ahead and uh give and tell us what you want to or, or tell us yeah the most outrageous thing you did in the car or, or some point in the future whenever you're listening and uh, you can also troll along at lotus chat and uh, if you're listening, you're either listening to our stream or you're listening to the No Agenda stream. So welcome and hello. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You know what? I didn't I even kick off. I didn't, didn't even kick the kick stream on. on. I knew it. I knew you didn't. I was going to see how long it took. Okay. Well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> let me. All right. Well, we're going to do that now because we because we say we're going to do that. So. Well, it's uh, only right. You know, they expect that we'll be there, kind of yeah. like a thief in the yeah, night. Yeah. Hey. Uh, no agenda stream. Uh, Hello. This is uh, the Lotus Effect episode thirty-two. Uh, and uh, and yeah. you missed an epic ep- uh, an epic start to this show because Foam Boy forgot to connect you, fine folks. Yeah. Well, you know Shows that how much he cares about. You don't blame the phoenix. No, blame the wheat. <laughs> You're not even that high. Yeah, well, I don't need much. That's the truth. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. yeah. So, so welcome to episode thirty-two. And what we're going to be talking about today is, of course, uh, I don't think he has my uh, clip set. No, up. I don't. No, because I. I'm, I'm going to throw down my mic and quit this shit <laughs> if Phone Boy doesn't start being more professional. I put all this work in, and he can't even have my clips waiting for me for when I need them to drop. Yeah, except <laughs> except she told me about twenty minutes before we went on the air. Yeah, twenty whole minutes, you guys. I could have cooked the whole meal in twenty minutes. Yeah. I've done it. <laughs> Anyway, th- anyway, so. if you get any value from the bullshit that we're spewing on these mics, feel free to uh, troll along in our chat. Uh, leave us a voicemail, 253-237-3321. Uh, send us your Fiat Fun coupons, or you can always... Boost me, bitch. Send us some Satoshis, because even though Bitcoin is in the shitter, buy the dip, yeah. and it will recover. Have faith. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, every, every, I think I saw something that every investment lost pretty much. Except yeah. the dollar, which is, seems kind of opposite because the dollar's fiat. Well, it's all a conspiracy. We've talked about yeah. it. Listen to behind the schemes. You'll uh, you'll hear all about the yeah, conspiracies. Yeah, exa- exactly. We're, we're not. Yeah, that's not our beat. Um, health is our beat. That's right. And uh, you know, it's funny when we do the uh, when we do the polls. Um, you know, after the, to to ask for your input on what the show topic are. We we you know we yeah we 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 don't just come out and say what the topic is. We we give it we we you know we come up with a creative dish or a dessert that represents the topic, and uh, we let y'all kind of just flip a coin in your head exactly so yeah and so, so far it's been working really good yeah um and this time we got exercise and and there's something um you know and i think there's a there's a lot of conventional wisdom on exercise and you know there's probably some of it and there's probably something to a lot of it but uh you know some of it's just flat out wrong but and we'll, we'll talk about that and there's definitely something to it I don't. I don't have the clip. You are fucking joking me. You truly did not get to. I said to you specifically. I said, "Phone boy, I need you to get this for I me." I know. You had more than before. enough fucking time. More than enough fucking time. Failed. Failed. Epically failed. I want you all to know this is on phone boy. This is all his fault. But <laughs> since I have to carry this show, I guess we'll jump right into our topic. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Get get on with it. Get on with it. Yes, oh. I am a silly girl. Uh huh. Now you want to act like you have clips over there. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Uh-huh, give phone boy a uh, soundboard and it all goes to hell in a handbasket. All right, so, so bring it on. So we're going to start off with the physical benefits of exercise. Now, as we often do, we like to give a definition of what we're talking about. So exercise is defined as any bodily activity that enhances or maintains physical fitness and overall health and wellness. Yeah, I kind of like that uh, definition, if I'm honest. I think that adequately explains what exercise is. Yeah, it's something above and beyond like, um, well, I would, I would say in your normal daily activity, but some people's normal daily activity is actually pretty strenuous. So you, it's something you have to, uh, to think about with all this stuff is, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's really, you know, we're, you're talking about, you know, activity, you know, we're, we're trying to classify certain types of activity and it doesn't, you know, it's like, it's, it's basically, yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to do and the reason why you're trying to, I don't know, do some sort of made up activity, quote unquote, uh, is because yeah, our life have become pretty sedentary and you know and so we actually have to I blame make a, technology yeah well i blame i blame social media fuck facebook i i, I blame joe biden but well fuck joe biden too while we're at it yeah exactly so but i wouldn't fuck him with a stolen dick and i say that with no shame <laughs> oh my so back to the topic at hand what these fine folks came to hear about so Some of the reasons why exercise is beneficial is because it aids in growth and improves strength of muscles. It helps you develop muscles and the cardiovascular system. Uh, It helps you hone athletic skills. It assists with weight loss and weight management. It improves your health. And some people do it just because they frankly enjoy it. And I think Phone Boy is actually one of those people. He truly enjoys his run a lot more than most that I know. Yeah, and I think think there's... 
something to that, right? And and, and I would you know, when we decided to talk, you know, one physical thing that um, got you know that got missed in that list. By the way, your bones, you know. Well, I do yeah. have that in a, in later content. Got honestly. it. Okay, so just all right. I because that's and and again, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, and I think there's, and it's funny when you read a lot of the stuff that they, they, that when a lot of the stuff on exercise, um, you, what you, what you, um, you know, and it, it's very just kind of lightweight stuff that just kind of says, oh, and, and, and they, and we, I went through a bunch of different, uh, you know, links to go, to go for the show, and, and they all kind of say the same thing, and they all just kind of assume that it's correct, and there's not, I didn't find too many places that link to like actual studies to back up some of the statements made and, and whatnot, but, but ultimately, I think that, you know, I think there, I think there's definitely, but I would, I, would, I think there's some benefit to, if, you know, doing something, especially if you're, lifestyle is uh, you know i don't know modern and sedentary um that you you have to make some effort to do it because yeah you know back in the you know you go back a hundred years you know people didn't have to make time to exercise because everything they had to do on the homestead or wherever was extremely was, physical. was extremely physical so um, and that's true especially in my profession as a truck driver unfortunately it's a very sedentary job <clears throat> and the only time we really you know get out of our trucks And, you know, I'm not throwing shade or anything like that. But, you know, more or less, the only time that you're getting out of your truck, if you're seriously, you know, kicking ass as a driver, is to fuel, to go into a shipper or receiver, or to do, you know, your inspections, dropping and hooking trailers, things like that. For the most part, you know, the the majority of the time that you're, you're spending is spent in a seated position. And, you know, yeah, you can, you know, you can try to be more active. You know, if you're at a stoplight, you know, maybe if you have, you know, enough time, you know, stand up real quick, you know, even something as small as five or 10 seconds of standing as a driver definitely helps with the edema that we develop in our legs. And moreover, you know, we are mandated to have to take 30 minutes uh, within the first eight hours of our job. We have to take a 30 minute break in order to get the rest of our hours for the day. It's a forced break that they make us do. And that's a perfect time for any you know any drivers to truly just you know get out and take a casual walk you don't have to power walk you don't have to run like phone boy does just move even hell even if you're in your living room right now listening to our program or somewhere where you know you have the ability to stand up and just take some steps even if you're just walking around your coffee table a few times you know I know um, you guys have heard me talk about my friend Nancy who is you know on a weight loss journey as well she actually has had success because she has fibromyalgia which we will talk about um in a little bit here as well as one of the conditions that exercise assists in which is kind of interesting considering that you know everything hurts when you have fibromyalgia it's a it's a horrible affliction that you know the medical community does not know nearly enough about uh nor adequate ways to treat it but she actually, I think she lost like five or 10 pounds just literally at the, you know, at the commercial break of the program, getting up and, you know, taking laps around the coffee table and just move, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about is just move. You don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to be these insane bodybuilders that are, you know, in the gym six and eight hours a day. Just make little movements 
become bigger movements, become weight loss, better health. But I'm probably getting ahead of myself in this. But one of the one of the first things I wanted to touch upon um, in tar- in terms of benefits is weight loss. You know, studies have shown that inactivity is a major factor in weight gain and obesity. And that should come as no surprise to anyone. If you're, you know, like we were talking about, if you're sedentary and you're intaking a whole lot more sugar and shit that you shouldn't be eating, because let's face it, I see you out there, ladies and gentlemen. I know what you're eating because I was the same person. And I have slips now and again. I'm not going to say that I don't. But eating clean is definitely a lot a lot more beneficial. And just losing a little bit of weight turns into more and more the more you keep at it. And exercise as as much as, you know, Foamboy did not he's he's a fantastic example of the fact that the first 100 pounds that he lost, he never walked, ran or did anything. He just started with controlling his diet. And then once he added the exercise element in of running, there there's just been no stopping this man. And exercise does control weight and it can help prevent excess gain and you know, maintaining your healthy weight loss. So definitely, you know, move, move, and move. And, but but I think it's, I want to point out something here that, yeah, and, and, and people, you know, and, and, yeah, there's a lot of people, you know, in the, I, I, you know, a lot of the advice is, is ultimately calories in, calories out, right? And, and, but that's bullshit. But it, well, okay, well, it's bullshit for the reason that people, not necessarily for the reason people think, but ultimately, there's, there's a lot of other things going on than just calories. And, it, and, it, and really, you know, it, what'll happen over time is you're you know so you you know theoretically use exercise to burn some you know you know or you know you use exercise to burn some calories but you and you do roughly the same exercise over time your body you're actually building up endurance and you're ultimately able and, and you're actually able to do more with less energy right and so at some point right to in order to maintain the progress you you know that you were you know you're trying to you know eat over with the you know with or you're trying you're 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 trying to thread the needle or you're trying to do something where you're actually uh, you know you, you're thinking oh I'm because I'm because I'm going for a run or whatever that that I can get away with certain things no you can't you cannot run a bad diet folks um, now it, actually you know that's interesting I, I wanted to say something about that because you and I were recently talking about noom yes and somebody had told you what bullshit it was and i had told you that at one time i had a noom subscription and just thinking about it there was an app on my phone that i would use and i would track everything that i ate i inputted how old i was what i weighed whatever whatever and it would tell me this is how many you know this is how many calories you need to eat so i would track everything that i ate and i remember that Part of that was if you logged exercise, it was kind of like you got rewarded because you got some of those calories back to be able to consume. And that just struck me how interesting that is. That why? Yeah, well, I don't understand the theory behind that because if you're going on the calories in, calories out, you would think that, okay... You can have 2,400 calories, and if you exercise for an hour, you got 500 of those back. Why would you want them back? 
why wouldn't you just say, okay, I've ate my 2400 for the day and I put myself into an actual deficit, which means I'm going to lose weight. That's the theory that I would think would make more sense. But then again, I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm just a podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're definitely not an RD. Um, and, and yeah, and I think this is, this is, yeah, I mean, the theories don't make sense when you think about it, because again, yeah, fun, it's like there's, again, there's many sort of just basic factors that go into it. What are you eating? How much, how does your body, you know, how much does it take for the, your body to metabolize it and use it, right? And, and, and what's left, you know, again, and what's left over, right? It's like, okay, well, there's, it's, it's different for everybody and... Yeah, because everybody's metabolism is different. Well, yeah, it's also different based on what it is, but, it, but yeah, you're, you know, I may be able to do 100, you know, I, I, again, and my body might be more efficient, so the, and, right. and, and you're never going to, you're never going to be able to measure and know that necessarily, so trying to, you know, always manage based on, you know, the, you know, the body's not stupid, the body knows how much and you know how you know can plan for how much energy it has and it will start down regulating systems when you know when when you're not eating enough for for what you know in, in, at a, at a certain, you know if you if you know cuz you know after you know they can do you can do it in the short term we're talking you know we're talking weeks and weeks of calorie deprivation the body's like okay well this is the this is the new normal right and so we're going to we're going to I gonna, actually have something on that Oh you do well I I do because on the category of that it helps with weight loss, the body actually uses the energy that it has for three things, digestion, exercise, and maintaining body function, things like breathing and, you know, so on and so forth. So regular exercise actually increases your metabolic rate, which in turn facilitates weight loss. And combining aerobic exercise with resistance training maximizes fat loss and builds muscle mass maintenance yeah and and actually you know and that's one of the things that you know and, and that you know not all weight is created equal either right i mean a pound right. uh, you know a pound of fat you know acts very differently on the body than a pound of muscle right so yeah but the ultimate thing is they both weigh the same yeah, I, i've yeah. heard that i've heard that myth so many times that oh fat weighs more than muscle or muscle weighs more than fat or whatever and it's like no a pound is a pound yeah, 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 a pound of fat may take up more volume than uh, than a right. than a pound of muscle, but it still weighs the same. That's and, right, and that myth has drove me crazy for so long because it's just not. It, it's just not a pound is a pound is a pound. It doesn't matter if it's a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks. Okay, they both weigh the same. Fat weighs the same as muscle when it comes to a pound of fat, a pound of muscle. They're both a pound, folks. Bottom line. Yeah. So glad we could dispel that myth today <laughs> for everyone. That's right. Now, I can say that um, exercising makes you feel happier because it produces changes in the parts of the brain that regulate stress and anxiety. It also increases the sensitivity to serotonin and norepinephrine, which helps to relieve depression. It's your happy hormones. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and and I can talk, and and actually, when we when I get into my stuff, I think we could talk a bit about that. Uh, there's a, there, mm-hmm. yeah, that there that there is a uh, yeah that there's more than just the physical components to to this whole thing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it also uh, releases endorphins, which help with regulating pain. So, and it, and it doesn't matter the intensity of the workout; it all the endorphins will regulate the pain, whether it's a, you know, a hard run or a casual walk. You're still 
releasing endorphins that are going to help you to regulate your pain. And, you know, exercise is like a drug. If you do it regularly and then you stop, it actually has negative emotional results. Now, I can actually say I have experienced that because going to the gym every day or every other day or however often I was able to do so and then stopping doing so, it had a very mental effect on me. I felt like I was failing myself and... I mean, obviously, the feeling went away in time because there were other feelings that were there to take its place. But initially, yeah, I got really sad over the fact that I had stopped going to the gym and kind of felt like a loser, if I'm honest. Yeah, and and I I know I mean this year has been a real struggle for me to to um, uh, to get out and and do the you know run like a madman like I was doing. Um, but uh yeah it's so that's been you know between yeah between the you know between yeah the the unstable living situation the cross country move and and yeah now trying to and now trying to run in humidity um yeah it's it's a bit of a you know it, it, this is actually this is probably the first solid week since i've moved in here that i've that i've run every day and it's pretty yeah i was going to say you've yeah. actually been killing it i'm really proud yeah. of your tenacity to get out there in that disgusting humidity yeah. and and run yeah it's what it is. <laughs> and of course, you know, the the price for that is we need to start uh, getting more electrolytes into you because that muscle cramp last night is no good. And yeah. I know you don't want another one of those. Yep. No bueno. So, yeah, and I think it's so, and I can, and, and yeah, I'm sure, and I, you know, I know that they're, that those things are related and, you know, and again, it's, it's just, it, it's when you, um, you know they, they kind of they're they, they they all i think all these I, I think all these behavior you know these healthy behaviors feed off of each other when you start doing more healthy things yeah you'll start you know you'll start wanting to exercise and that will help all the other things feel better and it's kind of a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a kind of circular circle. and, yeah. and i have actually noticed in a lot of the research that i've done for several different topics that we've had i'm noticing a lot of parallels and um crossing of the Venn diagram of things that are alleviated or aggravated, whether negative or positive, be the subject. Yeah. So, anyway, I think it's, this is, yeah, it's, there's, I, I, I know for myself, and again, it's just a huge, it's been, you know, a huge part of my, uh, you know, the reason I was running I think is, I would say, yeah, there was a lot of physical benefits, but there were actually a lot of mental benefits to it. Right, which, you know, we're going we're gonna to let you do the mental benefits of this whole thing. So rolling right along with my part of the show, exercise is also good for your muscles and bones. With adequate protein intake, weightlifting can help stimulate muscle building. And as we age, we lose muscle mass and function. So exercise helps you maintain strength and bone density, and this can help prevent osteoporosis. So, you know, for our older listeners out there, again, you don't have to go out and run a triathlon. If you're able to, if your body is in, you know, peak physical condition and you can, um, you know, if you can do that, then, you know, great, go for it. But just a little stroll through the garden, Grandma, will work just fine. Oh, yeah. And and I think, and, and yeah, it's it's... You know, something is better than nothing. It's, yeah, don't put up zeros. Yeah, don't put up zeros, and and yeah, and, and ultimate, and yeah, and that's what I what I you know what I've observed you know with people, and, and I think it's pretty true is that what you know a lot of what you know when you're when you're older, it's the falls that actually um, that actually hurt you, right? And it, it's actually not the fall; it's the sudden stop. Well, that too. 
But yeah, the older you get, the more it hurts when you fall. That is for damn sure. Yeah. And, and and yeah, and you need to keep things lubricated and moving, right? It's that's it. That's all it is, right? It's 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 a use it or lose it proposition, and you don't want to, um, yeah, yeah, you don't want to lose it necessarily. Yeah, and honestly, when you actually when you flex your joints, it actually produces small amounts of synovial fluid which is what keeps your joints lubricated so moving obviously facilitates lubrication so yeah. that's very good advice mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now the higher the intensity the higher the density that's achieved with the benefits of exercise now it also increases energy levels so you get an energy boost no matter if you're healthy or you have medical conditions, exercise can give you an energy boost. And it also reduces fatigue in studies that have been done. It's actually been shown to increase energy levels in those with chronic fatigue syndrome. And it's a better treatment than passive or no therapy at all. Yeah. And then the cardiovascular, which is your heart and your lungs... The function uh, benefits aid in raising your energy levels. Because if you're breathing more efficiently, your heart is beating more efficiently, you are apt to do more exercise and, and have it be more efficient with your body. Well, yeah, and it's, yeah. It- exercise begets exercise right it becomes easy when the more mm-hmm. you exercise the easier it is to exercise i guess it's you know body in motion stays in motion whenever i think right that's over of, time as you exercise yeah. there's less demand on your breathing which then requires less energy to do the same activity thus it's not you're not so short of breath during vigorous activity and you know it's amazing because exercise has also been shown to increase energy levels in and cancer patients. I don't know why that's a big deal, but I know it is definitely significant. And it's funny because when I was doing, you know, the reading and the research on this with the breathing and the vigorous running, I thought of you because, and I had commented to you that when you, you know, when you and I first got together and you would go for runs, because I love being on the phone and listening to you run, and you would go at least a mile or two or more before I would hear you start to increase your breathing rate. And I noticed the other day that within a mile, you had started to increase your breathing rate. So that's how I know that, you know, you've been going in the wrong direction without looking at the scale because your breathing is telling on you. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah and actually, the, I think you can literally, that, that is actually... I think the breath is actually where like ketones are you know breathed out, and so you can you can that is actually probably the best way to tell if you're really in ketosis or not. But that's but that's not why you you know you brought that up. But no, I, and I wasn't trying to like shame or anything. I was just making a point. Oh no, that no, that's a way that I have been able to monitor. You know yeah. how you're doing yeah. is through the breathing. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, I can use the, I can use the excuse that yes, it's also more humid, so it's a little bit of a little bit of a different uh, you know a little bit of a different environment than I'm used to. So, and the train is different too. I mean, you took me on one of the trails that you run on, and there's definitely a wide variety of texture between the pavement and then the actual forest floor, rocks, and. You know, oh, things yeah. like that. So, exactly. I mean, again, not throwing shade. I mean, you literally run circles around me. I can't even 
hold a match, let alone a candle, to the ability that you have. But I'm not, you know, I'm not making it a competition. I'm just enjoying being proud of watching you succeed in the way that you do and the inspiration that you offer to myself and to others through what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get back on our topic here. Uh, it Exercise reduces the risk of chronic diseases. It can... Reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. It's actually been shown to improve fat mass, blood pressure, lean body mass, insulin resistance, and glycemic control in type 2 diabetics. It is good for reducing the risk of heart disease. The risk factors are reduced, and it's a therapeutic treatment for people with cardiovascular disease. So apparently getting up and moving when you have cardiovascular disease is something that they, you know, would recommend. Gee, what a concept. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll even, and I'll even throw a shout out to my, to my previous doctor. Um, you know, and, and he, and so I, and I think I've told the story a few times. I, I my, um, they, I was being treated for high cholesterol and I challenged him on it, and I said, "And I said, okay, well, um, how about how about in, instead of instead of theory, let's let's do a, a reality check here, and let's see what you know. If if I've got anything other than a zero, we'll we'll talk about taking statins. But if I got a zero, then I I'm not. And sure enough, I came back with a zero. Now that but the the thing that they saw with that actually was a I have an um it, you know I have an aneurysm in the ascending aorta, and so um. The, and I've had, you know, it's something I, I need to go see how it, see if it's, it's, it's not grown to the point where it's operable, but it's bigger than it should be. So, um, and so my doctor said, you know, that running thing you're doing? Yeah, keep doing that. So, um, yeah, and, and we are that, definitely going to be keeping a very close watch on your cardiac health and that particular affliction yeah so exercise it's one of those things it's like i mean i disagreed with him i mean i won't get into the diet advice they give you but i ultimately disagreed with it but on that i'm like yeah okay that that and that makes sense right the more you use it uh, the the you know the more efficiently you use it the uh you know the better your outcomes are and and, and I the can, heart is a muscle no. i mean let's just be technical about it the heart is a muscle and what happens when you exercise your muscles they get stronger so ultimately yeah you know, sound advice from the doctor, keep doing what you're doing because I want to keep you around as long as possible because I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. All right. Let's not get all sappy on the listeners. Some of the other things that exercise is really good in helping with reducing the chance of getting is cancer. And this list was so extensive, it surprised me. It extends from breast cancer to colorectal, endometrial, gallbladder, kidney, lung, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, uh, prostate, thyroid, gastric, and esophageal. All of those cancers can potentially be averted with exercise. And I want to actually address that today marks the three-year anniversary of losing my friend Bernie McGarry to cancer fuck cancer i miss him every day he was an inspiration in my life he was one of my best friends and i know that he is still with me in spirit and he has touched my life in so many ways since his passing and 
I've talked about the tattoo that I have in honor of him on my arm that I designed. And I got to show him before he passed. And I still don't regret that. Because he was an amazing guy. And anyone who was lucky enough to know him was truly blessed. And those who weren't missed out on an amazing guy. Amazing character. So, I know you're up there, Burn. Miss you, brother. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, you've talked a bit about him uh, off air, and uh, so yeah, uh, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Okay, am I hearing thunderstorms outside? You are definitely hearing thunder, but yeah. that's okay. It just adds to the ambiance of the show. Exactly. Uh, so some of the other stuff that it can help you to prevent getting involved with is some high cholesterol. Regular to moderate exercise can actually raise your good HDL, which can offset or maintain the bad LDL. So that's definitely, if nothing else, your doctor's always bitching about your cholesterol. Yeah, take a walk. Before you know it, he'll shut the hell up. Now, it also helps with uh, preventing high blood pressure. Regular aerobic exercise can actually lower your resting systolic, which is your top number, uh, by five to seven points. So that is pretty impressive when you think about it. Yeah, I, it, it, I mean, that's, you, hope it do, you hope it does all that. Now, there's, I, what, what sort of occurred to me through a lot of this is what I would like to call healthy user bias in terms of, uh, you know, because people that tend to exercise tend to have a bunch of other behaviors that ultimately contribute to the thing being less. So is, is it the exercise? Is it the other thing or, you know, the other things that they're doing or whatever? Is this another argument for can't, ex- can't out-exercise a bad diet? No, it's not that at all. It's just or, saying oh, that... Oh, you're, you're more talking about, like, oh, I run five miles a day, but I smoke three packs. Yeah, there's other things going on in your life that may yeah. or may not impact the overall, you know, the the, the endpoints that we actually care about, right? So that's... So I would take... I think any, this I, is more based on mm. if you're not smoking three packs a day, if you're not drinking, you know, a fifth of whiskey every night, if, if your overall lifestyle isn't complete debauchery then I think that's more or less what they're saying is if you're a, a run-of-the-mill average Joe who, you know, blue-collar, nine-to-fiver, if, if you start exercising, y- you might get a chance to prevent having that massive coronary at the bar, etc. Yeah, and with any so... Again, these this is these I would look I would put this in the category of this these are this is what healthy people do, right? Um, or you know either you know in this case it's you know either they add, they supplement physical activity or their their physical their you know their, their uh, life is so uh, you know physically active that they you know that they don't necessarily need to do extra activity. Exactly, and you know lack of exercise even in the short term can lead to an increase in belly fat which in, which can increase the risk for some medical conditions you know diabetes, high blood pressure uh what was some obesity you know that's one of the big ones, and it doesn't take much i mean we've talked about you know you didn't get this fat oh, overnight you're not going to get skinny overnight, but yeah. if you keep at it, you know one step becomes two four six and eight and before you know it you're down 60 pounds yeah exactly or 100 or 150 yeah, exactly or 30 th- or even 33 or even 33 or 333 yeah, if you're you know a thousand pound person but i don't think a thousand pound person is necessarily going to be going for a walk but i could be totally wrong um yeah well i mean i know some people that were in you know in that weight neighborhood and uh oh my yeah i, I worked with one of them in fact uh 
That's right. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, I can't imagine. How do you, I mean, let's just rabbit hole for a second because you know how much we love doing that. How do you get to that weight? And don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing any shade on anyone who may be at that weight. I'm trying to understand how you get to that weight. Yeah. I mean, when I reached 300, I remember getting on the scale and realizing that I had breached the 300 pound mark at one point in my life. And I, I mean, I understand. I didn't know what to do, but I also didn't go a whole lot higher than maybe 330, 340 at my heaviest ever, ever. But if I had stepped on the scale and seen myself at like, say, arguably 400, yeah, I think that's the point at which I probably would have hit the panic button and gone, I can't do this on my own. So how do you get up to six, seven, eight, nine, a thousand pounds? I don't understand that. And I don't mean any disrespect to anybody out there. I just personally don't understand how you get to that point. Well, uh, you know, we could also then ask the question, how, how does one stay in a marriage for a long time and and can't get, you know, can't get their way out? You know, when it probably should have been in there in the first place. So, Well, uh, that does have a little bit of difference. Yeah, it, it does. But I mean, I think there's, I think there is some... Um, yeah, ultimate. It's mental. It's mental. It's not a you know with any of this stuff. It's mental. Yeah, I, I think um, you're right. Yeah, but what isn't mental is the fact that exercise can actually improve your skin health. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day our skin's damaged by free radicals, and regular to moderate exercise increases the body's production of nat- natural antioxidants, which aids in cell protection. Yeah, it and does. it also stimulates blood flow, which helps to delay the. Skin the appearance of skin aging so you know all those ladies out there you know take a take a small walk every day and you'll look younger yeah that's what they say now this this is specifically for you as you know you're turning 49 a week from today you're getting to be an old man yeah next next week's show will be on my birthday how about that's that that's right so anybody and, and by the way episode 33 oh my god that's right it's episode 33 I need a ding 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 folks oh we need a ding ding on that and if anybody's listening hey I and I'm going to put this out on NA we need to really give phone boy a great birthday so uh, we'd like to see some 4,900 uh, or 4,949 SAT donations or any degree of the number 49. We'll even take 33s since it's going to be our 33rd episode on his birthday. But we need to show Phone Boy the love. So send in all of your donations in the 49 moniker. And, uh, you know, we'll read them out on air. And, you know, everybody will definitely get appreciation for that. But I think I think we need to show Phone Boy how important he really is to all of us. So I'll be uh, I'll put that out on the N.A. stream as well. The uh, N.A. social pretty much all week. I'm going to be blowing it up and reboosting, retooting, doing a whole lot of thing, thing to make Phone Boy feel important because he is important. But what is also important is that exercise helps your brain health and your memory. And it improves brain function and protects memory and thinking skills. So it does so by stimulating blood flow, which increases oxygen in the brain, which stimulates the production of hormones to the brain that enhance the growth of the brain's cells. And we've also talked about, you know, the chronic diseases that it can help to prevent. By preventing some of those diseases, it can actually positively affect your brain function 
because some of these diseases attack the brain and its functions. And regular physical activity in older adults is key due to the structure and function um, in your brain as we age. So, you know, because you're getting older, phone boy, you know, make sure you continue to exercise. That way you can keep that sharp brain of yours. Yeah. It's important. Well, yeah, although I can assure you that the brain is not sharp right now. That's only because you're stoned. Yeah, well, yeah. Now, the thing is this. Okay, it causes the hippocampus to grow, which is the part of the brain vital for memory and learning. So, this could improve mental function in older adults by staying active. And... It reduces changes in the brain that contribute to Alzheimer's and dementia. So it's definitely important, you know, to get our our older folks up and moving around because we want to keep them sharp and uh, we want to keep them around for that yeah, matter. Yeah, and that's and that's ultimately, you know, what you you know, you know, you don't have to be Adonis to survive to be a hundred, but yeah, I think you have to be functional, you know, with your and and the only way you're going to do that is to keep things moving. Uh, no, but I love seeing these like guys and gals that are in like their 80s and 90s and stuff that are running triathlons and they're swimming and they just look sinewy and leathery and just ripped as hell kudos to them i yeah. think that's amazing yeah i agree and uh, yeah and maybe i'll be one of those guys you know i can truly picture you being one of those guys in their 70s that's still running still looking just tight tight like a tiger oh. mm. <laughs> okay uh. <laughs> Um, now, this is something also that you could possibly uh, benefit the information from, is that exercise assists in relaxation and sleep quality because the energy depletion that occurs during exercise stimulates the restorative sleep process. Yeah. Um, I Now, my experience with that, and there's there's a couple, probably a couple things going on, um, is is my my experience has been if I'm particularly if I'm in if I'm if I'm in really like deep into bur- in fat burning mode, I don't sleep very well. Oh wow! Yeah, I have that, that's an, the opposite problem now, and I can do as much exercise as I want, and I'm still you know uh, I might sleep better, but I'm not sl- I'm only sleeping a certain amount. So well, I can tell you that because the increase in body temperature during exercise aids in the body temperature dropping during sleep and i know you run extremely hot like you emanate heat you're going to be amazing in the winter time to cuddle next to because you're just a toaster oh really you truly are you you truly uh you give off a lot of body heat you're a toasty woasty man now, also, okay, exercise decreases sleep latency, which is the amount of time it takes you to fall asleep. So that's another benefit that hopefully, you know, you'll start once your mind is calm enough after this divorce is over oh, to yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, at least I know what I'm up against now. So, well, this is true. Now, stretching and resistance exercises have been shown to improve sleep in people with chronic insomnia which I thought was kind of interesting. But if you've ever done any resistance or strength training, yeah, that is a seriously physical experience. Yeah. Um, and with any of this, with any exercise, then, um, you know, you, there is, you know, I mean, there's some exercise. You could, we could argue that 
some exercises are better at others for some things, right? Um, the best exercise is what you'll do. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to start there. And then from, from there, maybe you can add some stuff. But, uh, but ultimately, you, you got to start with what, with, with, uh, you know, with what you like. Yeah, uh, and I mean, you have to crawl before you walk, and you have to walk before you run. So, you know, it, the first step in any exercise is literally taking that first step, deciding, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, work out, even if it's just walking on the treadmill or walking around the track at your local high school. The, you know, every journey starts with that first step. And once you've made that decision for Christ, then you can make your next step, which is actually fulfilling the promise to yourself that you're going to do it. Yeah, right. Because if you, if you, don't, if you can't fulfill promises to yourself... Well, and, and the road to hell is paid with good intentions. So, as yeah, say. and they're and they're off and and they're often stolen anyways. Vinny likes to say, "Yeah, I love his opening." That yeah, your good, good intentions, intentions have been stolen, stolen, and I'm here to help you get them back. That's right, and I I fully believe in in what Vinny Tortorich is doing. Yep. Um, famous or not, you know his his program, which you've been on and which I've listened to a lot, and just the the NSNG program in and of itself, you know, I I definitely say is is saving my life. So I truly believe in what he's doing. So yeah, just you know, got you know, go, just, go just, to vinnytortorich dot com and you support go. this man because yeah, you want to talk about value for value? That that absolutely. he's he's got a he's got a he's got a big enough mouthpiece. He he gets, but you know, and of course, running the podcast is you know the bandwidth is the most expensive thing. Um, you know, and when, well, and when, word of mouth is important. You know, there could be some of our listeners who have never heard of any Tortorich exactly. or his NSNG lifestyle program, and yeah. they need they need to put an ear on it. They yeah. need to put it in their ear holes, and they need to hear the message that Vinny is sending to all of us, which is that it is not too late. You know, if you've been diagnosed with diabetes, if you've been diagnosed with any of these chronic conditions, it's not too late. Start today. If you're hearing my voice, start today. Take a five or ten minute walk. Tomorrow, take another. You know, when you're when you feel like that walk is too easy, add five minutes. Just get up and move around, and it can help you. At the end of the day, you know, if if you're like me, where you wake up in the middle of the night, maybe because you got to pee because you're old or whatever, you know, by exercising, it actually can help you to fall back to sleep after you wake up and make you know help you to sleep longer and with better quality so if that was not enough to convince you to go out and take a walk maybe pain reduction will be your motivator because pain is improved like lower back pain, fibromyalgia, like we were talking about before, and chronic soft tissue shoulder disorder, which I had to look up. It is unfortunately a condition where your shoulder just pops out for no good reason. It won't stay in place. And I've heard of this before for other parts of the body, and I can imagine it's got to be extremely painful. But I know that exercise definitely lowers your pain perception and it raises your pain tolerance. Yeah. So instead of popping Advil, Tylenol, or whatever, you know, go, go for a run. Go for a run. Yeah, that the runner's high is real. Those yeah. are, endorphins are amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, so um, you were going to talk about the mental yeah, benefits. So I want to hear all about. Uh, okay. This. So. Now there, there is, there's something to be said, and I, and, and I have, I have, um, 
I should say I have a lot. I have a, lot, I have a bit of personal experience with this. In fact, um, so at awesome. the at the um, during you know the you know, for, for, you know I I was I went you know, from um, traveling more than fifty percent of the time to being home uh, when when COVID nineteen eighty four started raising raising havoc now we know what the state of what current state of my marriage is now we don't need to get into that so uh was that the death knell for it well yeah when you're you know when you're around somebody that you don't you know that you're not getting on with and it's not getting any better and there's no you know, and there's no effort made to uh, improve it yeah you know so two years of being stuck being home with um you, you know with uh, not a lot of support around a lot of other things yeah during the year of 2020 i i did a lot of running and i did a lot of drinking um and you know and both of those, you know, both of those things in excess aren't good, right? Um, but um, you know, a lot of, but I, the reason I was doing it is because probably because yeah, I didn't want to be there. Um, you know, you know, make you know, as simple as that. And so, you know, I would go for long runs primarily just to get out of my, just to get out of the house and and you know, and, and to, to get away, but also because it you know it helped me sort of cope with what was going on. And and, and you know, twenty twenty was definitely you know, the year that I kind of realized that yeah, that it, this is this is, has a mental health benefit. And, and I would say that yeah, my and and some of this is I think is diet too. But ultimately, yeah, you just you just feel better, and it's not just like while you're running, you know. It's not while you're, you know, with whatever, you know, or whatever your exercise of choice is, you know, the, the, the high that you get at the end, it's, it's more than that. It's, there's something else. It's like, okay, I can deal with the world. Now, was it my diet, which was cleaner? Was it the exercise? It's probably a little of both, right? And it's I think, probably a combination. Of course it was. Um, and there, there are studies out there that, 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 that um, you know, that suggest that, um, you know, exercise can be used to um, to treat depression, anxiety, neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative diseases. We talked about Alzheimer's earlier, and by the way, Alzheimer's is type three diabetes. Um, and um, you know, there's probably some, there's and there's plenty of other things that you know. I mean, again, you just, you just feel better because yeah, and you know why probably. And again, this maybe this is all related, right? It's because everything else feels better, right? You're not just you're you're not in pain because you're. you're so that's going to help you feel better, and that's going to improve your 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 mood, right? Um, well, it could also be the fact that you feel like you're accomplishing something because you actually got your ass out and took a walk or went to the gym or whatever exercise that you're in undertaking. You have the pride that you went and did it. Yeah, um, that, exactly. But you know, there and there's some. You know, and again, that can it has some benefits. It's almost pro- probably better than going to psychotherapy. Although, first, but I guess if you spend all your time um, thinking about the uh, you know the person you don't want to be with um, that that is uh, running your life, um, yeah. No yeah. offense, no amount of therapy would have fixed the shit show you were in. Yeah, that, that's true, and uh, you know, he, neither me or her uh, in that regard. Well, that's why I refuse to go to therapy. Because when I suggested therapy, the response I got was, I'm not going to sit there and listen to somebody tell me about how I'm wrong about everything. Everything is my fault. That told me all I needed to know, that I was dealing with a narcissist and there was no hope in any way, shape, or form. And the only way to save my life was to get out. Yeah. So. And yeah, I did use exercise, quite honestly, uh, toward the end of my marriage because it was an escape for me. I could go to the gym and get away from the house and he would never go with me so I didn't have to worry about 
you know, having to deal with him. Of course, I had to deal with the attitude when I got back home about how long I had been gone and dot, dot, dot. But, you know, again, narcissist and a narcissist. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, we also talk about the, um, you know, again, exercise being helpful for anxiety when, you know, um, of course, I could also, this is, this, you know, um, my daughter has, um, was was going was a debt was uh you know it, it, it's it's a subject in the divorce right she's going she's gone through some you know she she's going to a therapist of some sort for for anxiety and and it's and it's and yeah it's like okay uh yeah this is this is a good way to have done it without maybe you know with you know as you know as an adjunct treatment right not i'm not saying don't go to therapy but there's but she could have you know there's there's stuff that could have been done there yeah if i had a mother like her i'd be in therapy too well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that writes itself, I guess. Yep, I did just throw shade on another woman as a mother. Mm. I am absolutely trashing her mother skills. Yep, just did. Don't care. Yeah. Fight me. Yeah. So, anyway, this is um, yeah. So this and this is one of those things that you can that any that anybody can you know that that you can do is if you've got you've got anxiety, yeah, go you know go for you know go for a sh- go for a short run or walk or whatever. I mean, I used to do again. I. I, that that works to a point, um, you know, and then, but it all it also helps with stress too, right? And but it's you know, but unfortunately, um, this is for me. It's like, yeah, maybe it does help with stress, but uh, when you're when you're wound up over what's you know, you you know, you've got real problems to worry about, then yeah, you it may not be enough, but it's you know, for the day to day stuff, it certainly helps. I'm actually reminded of the walk we took the first time you and I met in person when we stayed in that cottage. Yeah. And that was probably one of the most peaceful walks that ever existed. The landscape was beautiful. The atmosphere was perfect. I don't think there's anything in the world that you could be stressed or upset about when you're in a place like that. I just don't think it's possible. It's just too beautiful, too serene. And it's if you let it, all your cares can just melt away. And exercise can do that for you because you get in a mindset, you get in a zone. I know I find myself a lot of times when I'm either on the treadmill or I'm on the arc trainer, which is what I call hell, I'll I'll just close my eyes and I'll just, you know, drift to a place. I mean, I'm still putting in the effort. I'm still kicking its ass, but I'm doing it in a headspace that isn't the gym. Yeah. And it, it brings it to a new level. Yeah, there's a reason I go run in the forest. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is being away, being out and away from a lot of that stuff. So, um, you But know. the question is, you know, if, if, if a man makes a point in the forest and there isn't a woman to hear it, is he still wrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's um let's see there's there's talk about exercise and ADHD which you know well, that's interesting um but but again the, again there's probably some relation there and then you talk about you can you know it's a way to potentially treat P, uh, PTSD and, and other forms of trauma I, yeah i i mean i'm i'm noticing a lot of culmination between the you know the serious mental afflictions depression anxiety PTSD stuff like that and exercise being an alleviation yeah you know, if you focus on your, you know, what and how your body feels as you exercise versus whatever, what's stressing you out, it'll sort of unstuck things and. Yeah, get, it's, it's kind of like a distraction. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah, we talked about, let's, you know, I'm kind of going through some of the stuff, you know, you talked about the neurotransmitters that get, you know, that get, um, um, you know, that, that get involved with this, with this process of exercise, uh, you know, certainly increasing the oxygen supply and, and, you know, and yeah, can relieve stress. And, and some people report that it improves self-confidence. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Well, I know when I started exercising, as I started losing weight, I definitely got a big increase in my self-confidence. Yeah. Um, you know, then the idea of that your brain, that your it also helps your brain out. Well, I was talking about that before yeah. with being able to strengthen the um, hippocampus and keeping you sharp. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um yeah, there is some stuff in here about using exercise for bipolar, which is... Well, considering that is a yeah. psychiatric condition, that's yeah. not necessarily... Yeah, that, that, and o- that and OCD. We, you know what's interesting is you mentioned the bipolar, and I think I was listening to Behind the Schemes, or Abs in a Six-Pack, I can't remember which one it was, but somebody was talking about using lion's mane mushroom to help with their bipolar, and we just happened to pick some of that up that we'll talk about in the Toast and Jam session today. Yeah, exactly, and I think it might be, that might be uh, the point, uh, or this, I'm kind of going through the stuff that's here, then see if there's anything else, because that actually might be a good place to uh, to transition to the Toast and Jam session. Well, alrighty then. So... Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we did. Um, what did we do today? We we. I, well, we have to have our toast. So uh, let me get you. You get a chance to vamp for me while I grab something to drink. Okay. Well, you're gonna then you're gonna have to do the same for me. Oh, you mean I'm actually gonna have to again have your back on something? Well, what a actually, surprise. Actually, I just need ice. I can go pour it, pour it myself. But oh, I will still have I to pour see. It because it's up here. What is the, the, the Jameson the, or the, the, uh, the heavy? Ice? The, the, well, there's there's still a little ice in the fridge. I think. Um, if there's not, you're running your happy naked ass downstairs yeah. three flights to get it, not me. Yeah, exactly. So, um, in any case, yes. So, in order to have our toast and jam session, we need to have something uh, to toast and jam. And, and yeah, we've been just been kind of sitting here uh, ch- chillaxing. And yeah, I kind of forgot that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's, um, you know, honestly, yeah. It, it's but this, you know, what we did, what we did. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this morning because that is something I can actually. Um, I can speak to so we so um, on Saturday morning we've actually discovered that there are um, that that there's actually two farmers markets around here. There's one that's uh, just down the street from us, and there's one down in uh, down in Crossville. And we and so um, we actually went to both of them today. Um, so uh, we actually did. Uh, we I think I think our our, uh, our our beef guys were there, which is great. Um, there is uh, we also also our chicken our, our chicken folks were there. Oh, the names. Yes, of course I have the names. Yes, this is this is where I pull up my show notes. Um, so yeah, Randolph Farms uh, is actually is is the place that um, yeah that, that we that we picked up some uh, some nice steaks from that we're going to eat. Um, and then uh, Casey Farms is the um, yeah the, the has all the chicken products. And we actually we actually we so the the chicken that we bought last week and that we had uh, was uh, was fantastic. There's a great story to go with uh, the the chicken chasing. Uh, across the uh, <laughs> across the kitchen or whatever but ultimately um, we it, we there, it was it was actually um, um, yeah yeah the, 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 it was it was really good I mean the, you know I think I, I, I had some of the chicken uh, for um, you know, I, I had some of the chicken for uh, um, for you know the, for leftover and it was it was really good and you're eventually going to get on that ball aren't you and and, and 
you, and you need uh, now who yeah, doesn't know how I to know, use their mute I button? I didn't use my mute button. Yes, I have no problem getting on the ball, as you can attest to. That being said, hello. Yeah, we. I got. I've got to pour some in here. Uh huh. Details, technical. Yeah. Well, if you want to have something to toast with, you, Wait, you, you know, you, I am a little bit particular like that. I like things to actually be what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. So. Here we are. That's right. If it, if it wasn't weird, it wouldn't be us. If, if it wasn't weird, it wouldn't be us. That's right. So. Cheers. Cheers. Love mm. you. Love you. So, what we did for this weekend, yes, we went and we saw our beef people, our chicken people. We saw the candle lady, even though we didn't need anything. Actually, and, and actually, they had, they had um, booths at both places. Yes, that's right. Her her and her husband both do the farmer's markets. I think they trade uh, one week, uh, she does ours, and then the next week he'll do ours, and then whoever is not at ours yeah. is at the bigger one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we need we need to talk about this sexy French rolling pin that you got from this wood guy. Yeah. Was, who's your wood I, I can't even, yeah, and I can't even remember. We'd have to go back and get the, to, to put the name out, but the, but. That's his name. What? Literally, the name on his card is Hoosier Woodworker. Yeah, that's Hoosier like yeah. Indiana yeah. Hoosiers. Yeah, and woodworker. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's a play on words, but yeah, he's a great guy. He's got these amazing wood pieces that range from he's got a pizza cutter, he's got some ice cream scoops, pens. He's even got a crochet set that I'm thinking about getting for my mom because she likes crocheting and it's really really beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, he's got a lot of great stuff there that would that, but we were, you know, when we were bagging up, um, um, hamburger the other day, um, we were, it was, we were trying to, trying to flatten out the, uh, the packs of meat and, and I'm like, God, it'd be nice to have a rolling pen. I mean, you certainly, yeah, we weren't, it's not like we're making dough or anything, but, uh, but we we had been out to the, we had been out to that, uh, to that farmer's market and and saw it and it was like, oh, that's pretty. I want to, I want to get that at some point. And we enjoy supporting the local economy. Exactly. So, um. And it was funny because I because I had been because I've, I've I've you know made umpteen trips to Walmart uh, for for various things and you know and of course I'd look and see what a, what a roll like a you know a, a crap rolling pin would cost and and you know, what this guy's charging for something that's handmade it's like yeah no question it's like a, you know it's got it's got some uh, you know it's got it's got a little bit of wax on it and that's about it you know it's just it's it's a yeah and that's just for wood preservation it's not going to hurt anything oh yeah I mean it's honestly it's a beautiful piece we need to post. Just a picture of it in the show notes, and we will. Uh, and uh, but yeah, that, that's so we picked that up. We got some, we got some flowers and some, you know. Yeah, I got a really and, 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 and zucchini, gigantic zucchinis that my mom's going to turn into zucchini bread because, of course, we're NSNG. But I am going to make a zucchini parm with it for Foam Boy at some point here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ha- we're gonna have some fun with it. Um, but uh, yeah, that it's it's nice to support the local economy. Uh, it very yeah. much is. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this is a uh, you know I, th- I think it's going to become real important here very soon. I mean, we were you know again we were talking to people last week about you know some of that or, you know some of the stuff that's uh, that's coming, and I think everybody can see it. Uh, it's just a question of what do you do about it. Oh, you're talking about the fact that there's going to be a massive food shortage and the government is trying to genocide us. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, I mean basically, I did, but, but you did, yeah. 
When have so, you ever known me to pull punches, especially when I got a little bit of good herb on and maybe a little liquor in me? Well, yeah, you can neither confirm I, nor deny. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. I get very political, uh, very conspiracy theory, and uh, very don't give a shit who likes or doesn't like what I have to say. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got you there. Um, but yeah, we had we had a really good time at the farmers market, and I made. Oh, we didn't talk about the spaghetti sauce that I made. Yeah, that was that that was last week. So yeah, yes. we're kind of going out of order. This there was some van, you know when you're vamping things kind of happened, but we we all did. Um, yeah, you made spaghetti squash, which I haven't had since like 2005, maybe. Um, you enjoyed it though. I enjoyed it immensely, especially that sauce. I'm like, good lord, yeah, this woman knows how to cook. I mean. <laughs> we we actually we got some sausage links from whole foods and because it's you know a lot cleaner than anything you're going to find in the groceries around here although we did get we did get some brats today to that's, yes, that's right from the beef guys. We got some brats. Yeah, he, he's a he's a character, that guy. Oh, he's great. And it's funny because there was a recent episode where, uh, what is his name? Panhandle Slim? What the hell is his yeah, name? Yeah, Texas Slim. Texas Slim, that's it. Was talking about, you know, the, the going to the cattlemen and, you know, talking about whatever it is. And, you know, it, it reminded me of that, that, you know, they're probably part of that. Yep. The the movement, you know, defeat America ultimately. Oh yeah, and and honestly, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna it's it something I noticed too that the, that the farmers have you know have, have said to us it's like you know ultimately they don't have to at least in Tennessee right uh, you know if if it's not being like sold in a store or something like that they, they pretty much do it all do everything themselves they don't mm-hmm. have to they don't have to tax it or collect any tax on it. Well, and and so it's going to be I end up think, being cheaper, right? Yeah. And I think I heard. I'm trying to think who it was. It might have even been, I don't think it was the beef people. It was somebody recently that we were buying uh, some meat from, and they were talking about the USDA. Yeah. And because we mentioned Nola Check Meats. Yeah. And, you know, our solidarity with them, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck the USDA. Yeah. Ultimately, but I mean, it's, yeah, the, the, if you're not selling across state lines, you there you know again that it's you're not you don't have to involve the usda apparently right yeah and that's why you know it's it's kind of nice the the chicken place that you know you shouted out i forgot their name already um yeah hold on i'd had it here will you will you close so i can actually get to that window where (laughs) i've got the show notes open because yeah there's this thing called show notes that i've typed up and they're and they're there no it's uh, casey farms casey farms okay i don't know why i have such a hard time remembering that I should be able to remember that, you know, Casey and the Sunshine Band and eggs look like sunshine. And yeah, so oh, that, oh, oh, but, oh, the, oh wait, okay. So <laughs> the odd shaped egg. Oh my gosh. Right. So you bought a dozen eggs at the local grocery and I wanted, they're either extra large or jumbo. I think they're extra large. These are, no, these are jumbos. Oh, these are jumbo. Okay. So I wanted them because I'm making deviled eggs for the picnic tomorrow. And I pull this egg out of the carton, and, and Phone Boy had told me about this egg. This thing is almost perfectly round. It's not egg shaped. It's circular. It's the most bizarre egg I've ever seen. Yeah, it looks like a. It looks like a uh, macaron. Yeah, the little macaron. The macaron. Oh, a macaroon. Yeah, yeah. kind of looks yeah, like a macaron. It does. Yeah. yeah, it's just really. Is there squashed marshmallow? I don't know. Yeah, I can see squashed marshmallow in the egg. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be squashed into something delicious. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Uh, so, um, so, any, so, so yeah, um, I don't even... Uh, what? what is, so, so did, did we cover everything? Or? 
yeah, th- I, that was basically our our trip. Was the oh yeah the the uh, and we, but we, mushroom, and we the mushroom guy, folks yeah, yeah we, which oh they, what was interesting yeah so they hadn't been there that so they had they hadn't been around for a few weeks um, when we when we first started going to the to the farmers market here they um, they actually yeah they they weren't they had they were there the first time they weren't there the subsequent times and so um, and, and the reason why is because of course they had to harvest more uh, material to make the product so that's right uh, you know and you've got to have enough product when you come out there to, to, to sell I mean we uh, some of the vendors it's like you got to get here early because we because we sell out of stuff real fast um, and you know it's really interesting because you were telling that baseball story last night about the um, the A's game where your buddy, or was it, it was a giant or, so, sorry the Giants game yeah, yeah, yeah where your buddy caught that ball and yeah. he, you know y'all had just been saying you know I've yeah. never caught a ball at uh, yeah a game uh, yeah that made me think because I had just literally said to you, I think yesterday, that I was listening to an episode of, you know, one of the podcasts. Like I said, it was, I think it was Abs in a Six Pack, and they were talking about uh, Lion's Mane oyster mushroom things. Lion's Mane mushrooms, that's what it was. And I was like, hey, that reminds me, we haven't seen our mushroom tincture guy at the farmer's market. And then sure enough, this morning, there he was. So we bought a bottle. And we're going to see if it does what it says it does as far as the benefits. So we'll definitely report back. We will. Um, yeah, uh, there. That's what we've got in our show notes. I think is what we and, and uh, there. there um, now, as far as I know, there were no. Um, we did not. Let me just double check. I don't think we have. Uh, yeah, I don't think we. We, don't, we did not get any donations. We did get a boost from somebody. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I uh, think I, so. I think that somebody sent a boost, and I got to go see what it says here because I. It says, and this it's it says uh, yeah this is something I I. I we we configured her fountain so she knows how to boost and and has and the boost has her name, uh, and it says and it's from Phoenix and it says I love you phone boy have a great show and that was thirty three thirty three sats from uh, from Fountain um, yeah if you got a, if you got an iPhone actually the Fountain's probably is probably the easiest way I've found to be able to to get a Lightning wallet set up and actually have it and and, and actually start streaming sats to your favorite shows phone boy's penis even has a Fountain wallet for Christ's sake he yeah. makes boosts to the bowl that boosts to the bowl that's right uh, yeah we uh we, we gave him a name uh <laughs> yes you named him no you were the one who named him i think oh, okay yeah i named him yeah you named him but anyway uh, and now he makes boosts to the bowl he's getting up there in the world yeah he is he's uh he definitely definitely is making boosts so um yeah so was that a, did is, did we get everything i think the, that covers all of the stuff we've been up to for sure yeah it has uh well ex- now there's a question that, that comes up and i can, and i and i jokingly i said i was going to ask Vinny tortorich this question is, is is does sex count as exercise actually you forgot we need to do our refire session with our voicemail oh that's right and we even have two voicemails and we do that's right Okay, so yeah, somebody here is going to get to keep me on track. That's what I'm here for, Phoenix the Keeper, at your service. That's right. Okay, so now we're we're going to see if this works here because I didn't tech there, and we have two, we have two, um, we have two voicemails. So I, I shall hit you with a voicemail. Yes, please do. Oh, it's Lotus Podcast, uh, and uh, your question made me really kind of go through my mental Rolodex of all the stuff that I've done in the past in a car. 
And um, there's a lot out there that uh, could be considered outrageous. It's probably not safe for work. And so I'm going to skip those. There's probably some that would paint me in a questionable light, so I'm going to skip those. And I uh, don't need that. And uh, and then there's one that comes to mind that's just outrageous. Outrageous. I'm even alive now <laughs> from having done that in a car. And, uh, and that was uh, probably driving on the highway, fairly straight stretch, at about 80 miles an hour, and then turning off the turning the ignition off. <laughs> so I had the car was just entirely no headlights and uh, well no I guess there was headlights still because it's running from the battery and um, but just totally idle no power steering no nothing and uh, I think I was uh, would be classified uh, at that age as a risk taker. <laughs> And, um, so that's, um, that could have been fatal and, uh, could have drifted into the other lane and had a head on collision or, you know, all kinds of bad stuff. So that's probably the most outrageous thing I've ever done in a car. And, um, and, but, you know, I would do that for like five or 10 seconds and coast like, oh, this is interesting. And then I put the key back in and turn it on and just continue to drive like nothing happened. So uh, there was a, a guardian angel over my shoulder um, and probably many on the sides of the car keeping it in my lane <laughs> and pushing. Keep it in this lane. So uh, anyway, I hope you all are doing great, uh, Phoenix and Phone Boy. Uh, I'm very happy for you guys. And uh sounds like uh, things are going great for you, too. And uh, wish you guys and lady all the best. Uh, so signing off from your uh, fellow fan, A1 Sauce. Take care. Ciao. Or, no, adios, mopos. Something like that. Thank you, sir, A1 Sauce. And, yes, we are so glad that you called in and weighed in and... You are insane. OMG. That is, I've heard of people doing that. We actually had a couple kids in my hometown who did that, and unfortunately it did not end as well, and uh, one of them ended up losing his life, unfortunately. Ah, the shit kids do when they're young, dumb, and full of cum. What are you going to do? We've all done it. We've all been stupid. Phone boy, tell me uh, the most outrageous thing you've ever done in a car. Uh, Got naked at at a... um at a, at a ferry, um, the ferry boarding. At the boarding. At the at the board at the so, okay so. Uh, I visited the San Juan Islands in in Washington State in the in the ninety or you know in the nineties and um, I was and in order to get to these islands uh, you you have to take the ferry and so um, we were on one of the islands and I don't remember which um, and. And we had to wait for the you know wait for the next ferry to come. So there's you know there's I don't know if there was any cars lined up, but we had to wait. But you know we're there's really on these islands they're mostly residential. There's really not a whole lot to go to go do. So uh, you know you 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 basically so you basically we're basically sitting there waiting for the for the ferry to come. Uh, yeah, somebody uh, encouraged me to get naked for some reason. I said okay, you know. Uh, and uh yeah there's somebody has photographic evidence i did that um 
And uh, but uh, yeah, that's it's probably the most outrageous thing I've done in a car is get naked in in public. I would definitely request those photos back uh, as 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 uh, you know conditions for the divorce. Uh, whatever. And it doesn't surprise me that she would encourage you to do that because narcissists often like to embarrass the people around them because it makes them feel better and it makes them look better in their eyes. So that's not a big surprise that she would be that stupid as to want you to do that, but alas. So hit me with another voicemail. Okay, well, we have another voicemail. I, I was actually trying to look at the uh, the transcript to see if there's anything funny in there that for a show title, because we when we get the calls, I want to actually be able to look and see what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was actually trying to do all that. So let's. Uh, we have the, the next voicemail is shorter, and I don't know who it's from, because okay. it's, it has an unknown. So I will hit you with a voicemail. You guys have put out a question uh, wondering what the most outrageous thing someone has done in a car. And i got to tell you, if I'm using the other motorists as a, the standard by which all of us should be judged, I guess the most outrageous thing I've done in my car is use my turn signal to change lanes. This is something that seems so foreign to other people, but I don't know. For me, it just seems to be standard. You guys have a great show, and I look forward to tuning in. Adios, mofos. <laughs> That's fantastic. And thank you, caller, for that epic voicemail. I would totally agree. And that actually uh, reminds me of a funny story that when Phoneboy was bringing his car to get serviced before his great trip across the country, he wanted to make sure it was in fine working condition. I told him to make sure that they checked and changed the blinker fluid and this fool actually looked it up even though he knew i was fucking with him he still looked it up yeah okay uh, guilty that, that set the precedent for what the rest of our relationship was going to be and it gave me the green light to mess with him at every opportunity so thank you phone boy i'm gonna get laid <laughs> yeah, dear God, he got new clips. I don't know about. He's going to use them against me. I just know it. Well, well exactly. I mean, I have plenty of clips. Okay, so um, that. So, it, so with the uh, with the thought of uh, things being held against me, why don't we talk about the next portion of our show? Oh yes. Um, so yeah, does you know asking for a friend does sex count as exercise? I say yes. Um, well, I think people should weigh in on this as well. Yeah, exa- exactly. Does sex count as exercise? So here's here's what we do know, and and I can and and I can validate some of this stuff, right? And so I've actually so I wouldn't normally quote Harvard on some of this because I don't think because I don't think they because we think Harvard's full of shit a lot of times. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Um, but um, there is something to be said for it, and again, I think there's a lot of it depends on sex, right? Because you can measure, um, you can, you know, it's pretty easy and standardized to measure like somebody's activity on a treadmill, right? Uh, in the bedroom, I don't know how they do that. Apple uh, Watch, yeah, yeah, or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, well, actually, it's funny you talk about the Apple Watch. So, the, in you because know, of course, I've yeah, I've, I wear my Apple Watch uh, and. Uh, and yeah, I, ha- I have I have uh, heart rate numbers during during those act- during those times. <laughs> You've actually logged sex as a workout. On I, I, your I, app I, once. I, I've done it, I've done it at least once. Yeah, which is hilarious. Yes, we like to sexercise. Hey, you know what? We're we're old, not dead. That's all I'm saying. So um, now, what, actually, now, what, I, I want to spit some some fact here before you get into your, uh, you know, okay, your triple X over there. 
I actually have a portion of my research that does include the fact that exercise improves your sex life. It can boost your sex drive. It, of course, strengthens the heart, which improves circulation, tones muscles, and enhances flexibility. So that's, you know, that's kind of hot and steamy. Exactly. Well, yeah. Anyway. um, So it increases performance, pleasure, and frequency. Yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, honestly, all I'm saying, three hours at 48. I'm just going there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now, during sexual intercourse, a man's heart rate rarely goes above 130. Now, and his systolic blood pressure is nearly always stays under 170. Now, okay, what does all that mean? Now, I can I can tell you because uh, yes, I yes, I have the data on my own watch. Um, Yeah, the highest I've personally gotten that I you know at least in recent times is about about 120. Uh, so it proves he's not working very hard. Well, no, but but actually, is it hard enough? And that's and that's where the numbers. That's matter. what I keep asking. Y- yeah, is it hard? Uh, you realize that's going to be a potential show title, right? I do. Okay. And by the way, exercise actually improves erectile function in men. Just you know, in case you were wondering. Exactly, but. Um, and did you know that a six-minute walk daily can improve your erectus, your erectus, your erectile dysfunction? by 71%. Yeah, well... So if your dick don't work, take a walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but here's the thing. At 120 beats a minute, okay, my zone 2 heart rate maxes out at... Well, be, due to my physical fitness, it's probably... Um, it's You know, I could probably get to 140 and be okay, right? Um, but we'll even... have to try that. Yeah. But ultimately, getting... You know, if I get my heart rate at, say, one... You know, if, if I get it up to 120, I'm still in, like, zone 1.5. That's still exercise, folks. Um, now, am and I... And then you wonder why Phoenix is so tired. It's because he doesn't want to have to take a walk because it's raining. So guess who ends up being the... The gymnastic. Yeah. Um, Just kidding. Now, it, it depends. Yeah. So it depends on, again, who you are, I think, in terms of the sexual activity, because some there are ways to have sex that don't involve a lot of uh, a lot of energy and other ways that do. And no, I'm not going to sit here and describe them on the mic. Nope. Nope. That, there and are you some- can't make Phoenix say a word on that other than, you know, it's quite interesting that exercise increases the sexual function and desire in postmenopausal women. I thought that was quite interesting because I know there are a lot of women who after the change just lose interest in being intimate with their partner in that way and I find that really, you know, really sad because I mean sex is fun. We all do it. Yeah. You know, as as long as we've got a partner or sometimes we do it by ourselves, you know, yeah. those of us who are not too ashamed to admit to self-love. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually healthy. It's encouraged by a lot of OBGYNs. Yeah, and 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 ultimately, it's doing something which is better than doing nothing. Again, don't put up zeros. Don't put up zeros. Which is I, that, I have a feeling. Don't put up zeros is going to end up being the show title. Devil, yeah. Definite double entendre after this conversation. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but ultimately, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, and it's funny, they mentioned here oxygen consumption, it comes in at about 3.5 mets. And, you know, I can tell you that my runs, um, and I'd, I'd actually, I could even go look up today's, what, what today's run. No, I, I did, did I run today? No, I didn't run today. So I have to look at yesterday's run. But ultimately, like the jogs that I do, um, I think I think they come in at like eight and a half mets or something like that. That that seems to be what I remember. But it's, it is actually. Um, so I'm nowhere near enough of an exercise for you. I'm not a good workout. Uh, I didn't say that at all. I guess I'll have to up my game. 
Oh, oh my. Uh, <laughs> well, while you're trying to find your numbers, I wanted to let the listeners know that regular resistance... Sorry, my tongue is drunk, apparently. Regular resistance training aids in increasing the sex drive in women with PCOS, which, as we know, is uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, or ovarian syndrome. So that's another reason why exercise is really good for us ladies is because the unfortunate ones who suffer from PCOS can find some relief and start to enjoy sex again because their sex drive will start to return, we hope. Yeah. Um, no matter how often you do it, I mean, there is a, um, you know, you, yeah, it's going to cut, you're going to be breathing a lot heavier. <laughs> I can attest to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'd be, I'd use It's fight. a lot of effort to fight you off. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's funny. This is one of the, one of the health benefits of having an orgasm. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, less stress. But but that's that that may that yes. Well, if we're gonna go down that rabbit hole, let's go down that rabbit hole because yeah. I've got nothing better to do tonight, and I'm pretty sure there's not a whole lot of other people listening other than Dayzilla. And quite frankly, I'm sure she's experienced plenty in her life, yeah. Yeah. and probably still does. Shout out to Mama, get it while you can. Yeah. Um. Truly, yeah. I mean, just to be honest, when you're stressed out, you know, sometimes you can't sleep. You got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, a little bit of personal time. It it helps. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, keeps keeps the heart going, of course, right? Uh, of course. Uh, you know, another prostate cancer. So I mean, these are you know, okay. This sounds like having. This, this sounds like uh, you know, exercise. If you're kind of going down, uh, and it's precisely what it is. It does raise yeah. your heart rate, yeah. and by definition, yeah. as we said before, of what exercise is. You know, it's any bodily activity that enhances or maintains physical fitness and overall health and wellness. Well, having sex is healthy, quite yeah. frankly. And apparently, it, apparently, it keeps colds away. I wonder if we all had sex if we if they if COVID nineteen would have spread as far as it did. Oh, I'm sure there are plenty of people that would take up that argument and scream and holler that having sex was causing COVID nineteen. Uh, well, I'm sure, that, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I just I'm just not going to go there. Um, yeah, so it makes you feel younger. I mean, oh, I, got I can it. attest to that. Ever since you and I got together, I um, I'm 20 again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of times I act like I'm five. Yeah, um, there's a reason we want to go to sleep after sex, though. It's because it's all those endor- all the uh, uh, oxytocin, endorphins, and prolactin that, that that comes out after after you uh, after you bust one. You know, maybe for guys, I don't know. Like I, as a girl, I truly could like, and and it's not even saying anything against my partner because you know, current company is amazing. But yeah, not so much. I'm I'm not ready to go to sleep after after I I I, I arrive, if you will. Yeah. I I have more than enough. She energy. keeps arriving. <laughs> Next up, platform thirty three. <laughs> platform thirty three. I think that might be the uh, anyway. Um, so, um, if you're done embarrassing me about our private bedroom life, would you like to get on with the topic, or is that all you've got? Have you given us the whole load? Yeah, apparently, apparently, sex begets more sex because the, the, the you know the, there's a rise in boners if you you keep having sex, it, it works better. 
Really? That's what it says. To keep a car running smoothly, you've got to drive it. The same goes for your penis. The more sex you have, the better your sexual health, especially when it comes to getting it up. According to a 2008 study published in the American Journal of Medicine, men aged 55 to 75 who had sex less than once per week had twice the incidence of erectile dysfunction as men who had sex once a week. Now, there were 79 ED cases per thousand compared to 32 cases per thousand. But if you really want to reduce your risk, shoot for three times per week. Can you really argue with science or, or a prescription to have more sex? Okay, I think this is one of the few times I'm actually going to say, follow the science. <laughs> science! <laughs> that's right. So, I think that's, um, I think that's all I had. Is that all you had? Maybe. See, let me see if there's anything else in here that I wanted to pull up. Um, yeah, this is, you know, of course. Can you use sex to replace exercise? And I think it, it comes down to, you know, how... Of your sexual activity, how much of it is actually rigorous? I mean, because I think if you get, because, yeah, again, you know, they, they say exercise 150 minutes a week. Um, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know what too many people, you know, too many people don't, you know, yeah, people have sex, but don't necessarily talk about it in public. So you don't, you don't really know, like, you know, how much of their activity is actually vigorous activity versus just, you know, cuddling or yeah, whatever. It's, it's really sad that there is such a stigma attached to sex and being able to, you know, I mean, don't be raunchy about it, but I mean, everybody is, everybody's having sex. Okay, let's just face it. Mo- well, I'll say most people. I'm not going to say everybody, but most people, yeah, we're, we're having sex and it's healthy and it shouldn't be a subject that is taboo. You know, we wonder why we have such an epidemic of teen pregnancies and why this new overturn of Roe v. Wade is such a big deal. It's because we treat sex like it's dirty, like we should be ashamed of speaking about the topic. I've never been ashamed of speaking about the topic. You know, I have two boys, and when they turned 18, I handed each of them a box of condoms and said, look, I can't always be there to convince you not to make a bad decision. If you're going to have sex, I cannot stop you from doing so. I can tell you I wish you wouldn't. I can tell you I wish you'd wait until you're married and that, you know, the consequences of which are X, Y, and Z. But I said, look, I can't always be there and and you're going to make a decision. So at the very least, I can ask you to please respect yourself, the girl that you're with, and and me as your mother. And and please, you know, wrap it. Be be safe. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I grew up where it was, you know, the man's responsibility, which is horseshit, okay? It's just as much the girl's responsibility to make sure that there's protection as there is the guy. I, I think it should be equal. It takes two people to have sex. It takes two people to be responsible for preventing diseases and pregnancies. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it takes two people to uh, for sex to count. Well, it, that's the question. Does, does it take two people for sex to count as exercise? I don't know. Um, you know, I'm going to actually probably say no, because your heart rate is definitely raised during self-love. I mean, at least mine is. I mean, well, if we're yeah. being honest, well, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that way for everyone. Yeah, but the que- it's, it, it comes down to how much... How, how long are you sustaining that increased heart rate? Yes, because... That's, well, I would have to say it depends on what you're doing to gratify yourself. Well, exactly. And but that's a whole other subject for a whole other day we're not going to get into today. Exactly. So, I, yeah, it probably... Yeah, there, I'd say, I would say, like, having sex with somebody, there's there's going to be... There's more stuff moving. And, and uh, is, you know, is it going to... You know, is two hours of sex going to replace um you know two hours of walking yeah it depends right it, 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 again it i really, don't know i'm willing to do the research 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the name of science. In the name of science. Um, yeah. So if with you, that, uh, we're with just going to sum it up like this. The guidelines say that you should be doing 150 to 300 minutes of moderate or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise per week. Now, moderate is defined as walking, cycling, swimming, and vigorous is things like running and strenuous fitness classes. And if you can't do any of that, then quite frankly, use weights, the resistance bands, or your own body weight to do squats, push-ups, shoulder presses, chest press, planks, or you know what? Take a walk. Get up. Walk around your coffee table. Get up. Walk to the refrigerator. Get a water and walk back. Do something. Don't put up a zero. Yeah. Don't put up a zero. That's, that's, our, that's our rule. You know, don't put up a zero. That's right. Um, yeah. So, and with that, I think we have come to the end of our show. Yeah, we yeah, we have. And I think there's just one more thing left to say. Well, I got I got to hit the clip, but uh, yeah, no, it's I got it, I got it right here. So. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, and fuck you. I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.